Hey, it's Natanel. Monday. We want to take a look at the Haftorah. And uh, I could share with you a little personal fact, which is that when I grew up, where I grew up in Yeshiva Lane, the rule was that Bar Mitzvah boys were only allowed to read the Maftir, the last few lines from the Torah, and the Haftorah. So, Parshas Vaira is my Bar Mitzvah Parsha. just had my birthday uh, last week. And... Um, and I read the Maftir, just three or four verses, Psukim from the Torah. And I read this Haftarah. This is my Bar Mitzvah Haftarah. Um, of course, I think now I have a little bit of a better understanding of what it's about than I did then. Um, so the, 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 the Haftarah discusses actually Hashem's continued involvement with Mitzrayim. And Mitzrayim's continued, um, if you will, or Mitzrayim's uh, ever going, what should we call it? You know, their their claim, their very interesting claim because of the Nile River. So to appreciate the the fallacy of the claim, let's give a little bit of a classic story. You know, imagine a guy knocks on the door of a of a beautiful sprawling estate, and and the door is answered by a well dressed um, individual, and he welcomes this guest, and this person who opens the door welcomes the guest, thanks him for coming to his estate, and he's just so happy to have him, and they schmooze, and they, uh, you know, and the guest is starting to feel welcome, really glad to meet the owner of the estate, so nice that he opened the door and welcomed him himself. In the meantime, <laughs> the owner of the estate shows up, you know, and it becomes quite clear that the well-dressed individual is well-dressed as a butler, <laughs> not as a not as the owner, and it's a joke. It's just a, it's just a joke, you know, that the butler had been playing on the guest, perhaps, and not a nice joke. Perhaps he was trying to take advantage and didn't know that the actual that his boss was home, his employer was home, and etc. This issue is an issue that exists in all of our lives that we play as if it's our house, as if we're in charge. But in fact, of course, it's all Hashem's. The struggle, that that um, that struggle is even harder if you live in Mitzrayim because one of the most basic things that makes a person realize that it's not his world, that he's not in control, is the fact that he needs Hashem to bring the rain and, um, and help the crops grow so that he could have food to live. And it helps you stop and remember, it's not my world. As much as I can do, there's always more that I can't. As much as I'm capable, um, there's, I really am not succeeding without Hashem. So that lesson goes over and over to us. And one of the major ways that we come to it is through the rain. But in Egypt, where the primary source is not rain, and they look to the Nile and they, can, they have more opportunity, more reason to feel powerful, you know, translate that in today's society, the different skills, abilities, knowledge, um, etc. that we have, we can feel more and more that I don't need Hashem. And so the Haftarah tells us, tell Pyro, you might have the Nile. I could take care of the Nile. I can take care of everything. I'm going to take. I'm going to destroy Egypt once again. The prophet Ezekiel Yechaskel tells us, um, and that is a beautiful lesson. Obviously, beautifully tied into the parsha, which is very, very consistent with that. Um, I don't think that was my bar mitzvah dvar Torah, but honestly, I don't remember. <laughs>